My name is Kirby Ferguson, and welcome to Copy This, the podcast about copyright. The show is brought to you by the Recreate Coalition. Copyright is old. In fact, the United States founders included a clause in the Constitution. This allowed for copyright in order to promote progress and innovation in their new republic. Conservatives have traditionally supported strong copyright enforcement under the belief that copyright is a property right. However, some would say copyright is also a regulation, which conservatives are traditionally skeptical about. Copyright can also be viewed as a monopoly over free speech, another issue that sometimes irks conservatives. Because of these conflicts, there's a debate occurring among conservative intellectuals about copyright and the role of government. And since the early 2000s, technology has been throwing curveball after curveball after curveball at copyright. The internet enabled new technologies like YouTube and Spotify and SoundCloud and Kickstarter and Patreon and loads and loads more to disrupt the business models of the traditional entertainment industries. So movie studios, recording studios, publishing houses, and the entire IP-intensive industry are now in a state of flux. Since anyone has the ability to produce and distribute content directly to audiences and consumers, these industries, which were once the gatekeepers of culture, are confronted with dramatic changes to a marketplace they once controlled. Okay, so taking all this into account from a conservative perspective, what role should copyright play in this disruption? Should copyright law be updated, or do content providers need to update their business models for the new era? And whatever these answers are, they need to be consistent with copyright's expressly limited constitutional purpose to promote the progress of science and the useful arts. Here to discuss copyright from a constitution-focused perspective is Wayne Brown. Wayne is the chief economist and vice president for research at FreedomWorks. Before that, Wayne previously worked at the Office of Management and Budget, reviewing federal regulations. Wayne, welcome to the show. Thanks. Happy to be here. Uh, Wayne, as a libertarian, what's your view on copyright law? I think copyright law is important. Um, Obviously, it plays a role in in terms of promoting innovation. But at the same time, I think you have to have some balance in copyright. If uh, if it goes too far, you end up more in a situation where you're just protecting monopolies rather than spurring the innovation that you're originally looking for. Right. And what's the relationship between copyright law and the Constitution? Well, I I think the Constitution does have the, the, the clause in it, the copyright clause. Um, which actually talks about the role of, of uh, copyright in terms of you know, promoting uh, progress in the useful science and arts. Uh, but at the same time, it, it's not a right that's actually established in the Constitution. It basically says, Congress, you have the authority to go set up a copyright regime. So, so it recognizes the importance in terms of innovation, but, but it leaves it to Congress to actually do something about it. What do you think the role of copyright in today's society is? I, th- I think copyright plays an important role, and you know, and I think that the founding fathers had it right when they when they talked about the the need to sort of promote innovation. But and I think that's the ideal role of copyright. Um, but there's the potential for abuse of copyright when you're no longer protecting innovation and and you a- actually end up protecting monopolies. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the danger is if if we swing a little bit too far. Um, we get away from the original idea of copyright, which is this notion of innovation and, and creativity, and end up more on the, on the other side of the coin where you're just uh, talking about establishing a monopoly and, and defending that monopoly. Right. So when we talk about special interests, what do we mean? 
I think you know clearly, you know, especially if you, if you look in in the entertainment world, just like any any industry, you have these strong in, interests that that emerge, and they have representation in Washington, and they, given that representation, they use it to sway the law in their favor. And I, I think one of the critical things in in terms of, of copyright law is the fundamental changes that have occurred in the the way uh, the entertainment industry works, um, just because of the, of the, the digital revolution and the, the, the internet revolution, it's changed the way of doing business, and and everybody is trying to reestablish themselves. And often they'll they'll go to Congress and and sort of seek protections based on their interest in in the products that they have, versus trying to solve it in the market th- themselves. So so that's the interest I'm talking about. Is you know every there's special interests that work in Washington, and and clearly uh, the music industry and the entertainment industry have an interest here and are well represented in Washington. There are some who argue that copyright is a government regulation, and under conservative thinking, government regulations are a bad thing and should be removed whenever possible. What do you think of that argument? Well, I, I think if you look at back to the Constitution, what the Constitution says, it says, Congress, you can create a law to provide copyright terms and, 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 and you know, give, give some reward to the people, the authors and, and musicians and others out there who are creating interesting things. And I, I think that's all good. Um, but at the same time, again, we, we, I mentioned this notion of rent-seeking where you're going to, to Washington to uh, get things done because it's easier than trying to, to perform in the marketplace. And I think when you're looking at the way the Constitution was set up, um, it wasn't. It's not a constitutional thing. It is a regulation because Congress um, had the power to create this law, which was then enforced as a regulation. And just as you as you mentioned, just you know, just you know, conservatives typically are suspicious of of excess laws coming out of Washington. And this one, you know, there's no reason that they got this one right while they got everything else wrong. You still have special interests at play. You still have uh, things going on in Washington that may not be the economically efficient thing, but it's politically expedient and benefits incumbents. And I I think Mm -hmm. that's the danger that we're thinking about here. Has there been anything that's happened in the last couple decades that you think has been really good? Actually, you know, as an economist, one of the, the really good things I've there's an amicus brief that was filed in the uh, in the, the last term extension known as the Sonny Bono Act, um, mm-hmm. where you had uh, I think 17 economists, five Nobels in that group, all saying that there was virtually no benefit to extending these terms. So that you know, it was a, it was a, it was a nice moment of of bringing to to the fore economic thinking on on what a term extension does, and very clearly demonstrating that it doesn't work. So mm-hmm. so that was, just as an economist, that was a, ni- a nice thing to see. So just that acknowledgement, you mean? Of, yeah, uh, right. and, and actually raising the issue and, and, and saying it's not, you know, this is not about uh, providing extra in- incentives to innovate or extra, you know, there, there's no way you can justify this extension in terms of um, benefits with respect to more innovation or or you know more more products for consumers it was it was clearly just a push by the incumbents because they enjoyed the 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 status quo and wanted to keep it so it was nice that they acknowledged it but the same at the same time they did go ahead and extend it yeah yeah that's that's the downside yeah if you if you talk about what's the bad thing that happened is that the supreme court struck it down which is unfortunate (laughs) why do you think fair use is important when we talk about copyright, there's there's 
the, the protection for the innovators, but there is also this notion of fair use and there's a, a vibrant public domain. And taken as a whole, I think that that's how you promote creativity. Um, if you didn't have fair use, the, the copyright laws would be very stifling and it would actually deter uh, innovation and creativity rather than help it. And so I, I think you do need to see that, that, that fair use standard there. And I, I do think you need a public domain where once the copyright has served its purpose, mm-hmm. um, the, that material is open to, to other people to innovate, maybe build on, on what's the, the, what they see there. Um, so I, I think that's that's very important. So, so yes, yes, we can have copyright, but we do need these, uh, you know, sort of, let's sort of make it reasonable mm-hmm. by having a fair use standard, by having a public domain. So on both sides of the coin, we get the, the incentives to innovate and, and create new things. Right. And it also limits the law, which sounds exactly. like it's consistent with your principles. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you know, no, even in even if we're talking about physical property rights, mm-hmm. you know, there's things like easements. There's nothing that just says this is inviolate forever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's always sort of constraints on how we view these things, and and I, I think fair use has always been a, an important part of the copyright process because it, you know, either for satire or political reasons, or you know, putting something on your office door that suddenly is a copyright violation, mm-hmm. you just get to a, a world that's really untenable. So you do need that. that kind of fair use standard out there to to sort of narrow the scope a little bit while still rewarding the, mm-hmm. the, the creators um, with their copyright. It actually seems like to me that copyright is one of the few realms in modern American politics where liberals and conservatives potentially can come together and agree on a, on a few things. Uh, you know, liberals who are, are you know, are, are tech-oriented and conservatives and libertarians who are into minimal regulation. It, it actually seems like this is one of the few topics where people can kind of come together and find common ground. I think you're absolutely right. And, and you know, as, as far as, you know, looking at issues from a left-right perspective, I think copyright is one that doesn't really fit there. Mm-hmm. I think there's a middle ground where if, if you're worried about innovation and you're worried about technology, um, it both, as you say, both the the, the left and the right um, can can view that as, as as something that's a benefit to, to everybody and actually come up with productive ways to move forward so so I think yeah you're definitely right that this is not it's not a left right issue this is something mm-hmm. that we can get broad support on fantastic well Wayne thank you so much for coming on the show we really appreciate it it was really uh, an interesting conversation okay glad and and if you ever need anything let me know Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We will see you next time with a brand new episode of Copy This.